0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of The Limerick Spinners. My name is Leo McGuinn and I'm joined by my very good friend, Luke Wilsonholm. Hello, Luke.
1: Hello, Leo. How are
0: you? I'm very well. So what what's this podcast? What are we doing?
1: That's a very good question. Well, I know that we're two budding young sports journalists and we love sports in general, don't we? And we thought, well, what would be better than setting up a podcast with a good friend to talk about things that you love?
0: Yeah, and the thing is as well, there's just not many podcasts out there at the moment. There just isn't, is there? So we just thought, we'll fill that gap. Um, look, we're giving the people what they, what, they, what they want. So we're going to be doing this twice weekly, do we reckon? I think bi-weekly is a very good idea, yes. Yeah, well, bi-weekly, twice weekly, they're both big words. Um, <laughs> look, yeah, so we're going to be talking about everything. It's going to be mainly mainly probably cricket and football and rugby. But look, we're we're not we're not averse into going into the weird and wacky world of kabaddi. Um, you know it's a good sport, mate. Uh, and and all out expect-
1: kabaddi chat.
0: Limerick, expect- why why is it called that?
1: You know what? I I actually don't know. It was the best out of sort of a bunch of names that were created.
0: We struggled um, with this, didn't we?
1: Yeah, I mean it started off as. What was it take the l was one it of well that was... it was
0: never going to be that because i i <laughs> had not signed off on that so
1: and and, and then i think you came up with the, no actually no you didn't come up with any ideas i forgot yeah um but it started off sort of in that region and then we moved luckily with the help of one of my housemates who was a creative genius with these it sort is, of things um came up with some great names we had from cork to calcutta uh, i mean obviously this is based upon our heritage, Leo is Irish and I'm half Indian.
0: So today, first episode, we're going to be chatting cricket. That's the main thing we're going to be talking. England just sealed the victory in India, 227 runs. We'll be talking about a bit about football, about the footy last night, Leeds play Palace, um yeah and we're going to be talking about just maybe previewing the weekend a bit and um and yeah and I've got a segment later on that you're going to love I mean you're going to it's going to keep people coming back so make sure you listen to that bit at least
1: I'm excited I'm very. Anyway,
0: excited. You, should be, you should be mate um starting off with the cricket so England in India in Chennai first test of the series they've beaten India by 227 runs Luke how impressive was that
1: yeah, I mean, obviously, no one really saw this coming. I don't think England um, played brilliantly in Sri Lanka a couple of weeks ago, but it's a different ball game. India have lost one of their last thirty-five tests at home. Um, you know, teams just teams just get rolled over in India. It's um, especially under Kohli; they've just they've just turned it into a fortress wherever they go. Um, I thought England would compete. I did. You know, they're, they're coming. They're in form. Uh, they're confident. They, they're they not really changing the team that much. I know there was a little bit at the top of the order, but but you, you're sort of keeping that same core of players at the moment. Um, but I didn't see this coming. I really didn't. I thought it was set up just beautifully. I, I think the game was won really at the start. Um, I just think there was so much pressure on the sort of the top four in the first innings to go big. And to to bat time as well, you know they're saying five sessions minimum. You've got to bat if you're batting first in India, um, and they did that perfectly. You know Dom Sibley, especially impressed me. He's, he's he's a man who was under a lot of pressure going into that final innings in Sri Lanka, and and since then, you know two fifties back to back. Sibley, the thing
0: with Sibley is, I mean, in India, in the first his first. Five innings in Sri, Trila- uh, three innings in Sri Lanka. He looked like he just was all at sea against spin, um, and over the last five days, he's just looked like he's got a game, game plan and he's going to stick to it. You know, he's not going to play shots he doesn't want to play. He's not going to be. We know he can leave the ball all day, but he's just he's got a game plan and he's literally going to stick to it. And that's what's so impressive. And he's worked out what works for him against spin. He's not going to be sweeping like Joe Root. He's not going to be coming down and hitting the spinner. Over his head, but he's going to play his own way, and 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 that's what's impressed me so much about Sibley.
1: I completely agree, yeah. And I think what what really impressed me was when Burns played a loose shot, an uncharacteristically loose shot in that first session. Um, you know there's a lot of pressure on him to just keep going keep going keep going um, and to keep sticking to that game plan as you say uh, when you're losing your senior partner it is a lot harder than it may seem you know Um, especially with with Dan Lawrence coming in as well at that moment I know he didn't last very long but there was huge pressure two quick wickets Um, and you know you're not in the form of your life, to grind it out for as long as he did. Um, I mean, I, has he made any technical adjustments? I couldn't really tell if he's done anything significant. No, he didn't no. look
0: too... I'm sure he's been working on stuff technically, but he didn't look like... It's not like he, he looked a completely different player. He just looked more organised against spin, I'd say. He just looked like he had a better game plan. Um, in Sri Lanka, he was brought forward a lot by um, Ebel Denia, who who just had him on toast. But he, he he kind of, I thought he picked the length a lot better. You know, he he went back. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's got the best in the world, potentially, at picking length in Giroud. Um So he got to watch him all through Sri Lanka when he batted for, you know, all five days of the test, basically. And yeah, I thought he picked length beautifully. Um, but yeah, I, I think for me, I mean, from winning the toss, which is huge in India, from winning the toss, I thought England really did not put a foot wrong. I think... They batted huge, which is something under, under Silverwood they clearly want to do. They want to bat longer. Um, and they did that. Uh, you know, they batted 190 overs. The Indians had to toil in the field. Um, and, by the way, th- uh, seven of the top eight made 30. Um, so, I mean, that that just – I mean, when Don Best comes in and you're 470 down and then he makes 30, you know, it's just – that's hard if you're a fielding side. So, they were brilliant in the um, with the bat. They were great. Batted long. Really, really good with the ball. I thought Don Bess was really good first innings. I thought his um, he was a lot more consistent than in Sri Lanka. I thought he found his um, he found his length a lot better. Uh, Leach got smashed all over the park. Then came back after he got smashed all over the park by Pant was was excellent. Uh, Archer was great early up. Um, you know, uh, Anderson chipped him with a few wickets at the end. They did all that and and you know and then. And then they batted again, and there was a lot of talk about the declaration. They got slagged off and slagged off, but they had a plan. They had a plan. They stuck to it, and it's, you know, they basically just stuck two fingers up to Shane Warne and his mates.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And what I love with those sort of things is when it comes off, you know, you just forget about it. I mean, there there was no way that India were going to get anywhere near on a day five turner um, in India. So I, I didn't really understand what the uproar was 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 about, if I'm honest with you. It was just a way of trying to, you know, get people to, to favourite your tweets or, you know, get people to replies. It's the same people just chatting absolute nonsense, isn't it? Vaughan, Vaughan. Yeah, the old, the old
0: boys, the old boys, the same boys again mm-hmm. and again. Um, yeah, and do you know what I thought as well? What he clearly did, and he said in his post-match conference, what he did was he took all the pressure off the spinners you know, it's still two very inexperienced spinners for England um in Leach and Bess. And they had no scoreboard pressure at all. They could bowl a loose ball because India were gonna get nowhere near the target, which I, I which I liked. And then and um, Root knew that if England for some reason didn't win today, everything would be on him. It wouldn't be on the spinners. he and he's happy to take that. Um mm. and quietly so by the way, he's um equaled Michael Vaughan for the most test wins as England captain. Um is it? in less games. Um mm he's kind of just become a really impressive captain without, I don't know, it feels like it snuck up a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always been quite a vocal critic of Root's captaincy, to be honest with you, Um, not only for the way it was affecting his batting, um, but just the way he he was sort of, he didn't really he's very reactive i think a few years ago wasn't he he wasn't a proactive captain but that has just changed now you're completely right and i think you know that also comes with confidence in your own game um he's not having to worry as much about whether you know the next big score is going to come from he's hit three in a row already um but what i liked about the spinners especially as you said they're very inconsistent and um, not very inconsistent they're uh, you know very new to the game uh, as a pair they probably played what sort of eight to ten tests together yeah. um
0: probably less, actually.
1: Less, um, but what I liked is Leach in the first innings got a bit of tap from from pants and and um, but then he performed in the second innings was best first innings excellent second innings, you know. Maybe wanted a bit more from him, but I like how one steps up when the other's not quite doing it. I think that works quite nicely in the, in a little partnership.
0: Let's talk about I got up at 4 a.m. every day of the test because I care about cricket. Luke didn't, but that's fine. Drew your own conclusions from it. Yeah, look, I um, like
1: sleep. I like sleep. So Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's talk well, I don't know if that's true, but um let's talk I just want to briefly touch on that Jimmy spell. Um I so watching that like that's as good and over as I've seen. Oh my god! He, and also that played into the plan because they wanted a, they knew it would reverse from a certain time. They wanted the ball to still be hard enough. And oh my god, that reverse! So he just goes through Gill, who looks a, a player, by the way. Um, yeah. Rahani, yeah. second ball, lbw not given, just impact umpire's call, and then just goes straight through him. It was just um, the guy's thirty eight. It's just,
1: he's, just yeah. uh, he's a master of his craft, and he, he was. It was. I agree with you. He was one of the best sort of overs I've seen I think in my life I, I think outside of like your Flintoff 2005 yeah. over Ponting and Langer I really struggle to think of just something that beautiful it was just poetry in motion um you know I'm glad you brought it up it was incredible you know Jimmy Anderson gets criticized all the time saying you can only do it at home only in the clouds
0: what he, can you he's say quite now? good actually <laughs> Do you think he's quite good?
1: I think he's all right. I think he probably he probably get a, a couple more games. If yeah. you
0: took if you took his record from thirty, he'd still be England's third time all time. He yeah. has three hundred forty three yeah. wickets. He's at about he's twenty more
1: wickets after the age of thirty, hasn't he? Than yeah. before,
0: yeah. Uh, three hundred forty three wickets as turning thirty.
1: I just think that is actually baffling. I mean, one other thing, just because I know we've we've spoken about England quite a lot. Um, I think it's important to just just touch on that the Indian side. Um, I really, I just didn't like their spin options for this test. No, you're relying on Ashwin, and he was brilliant, obviously as as per usual in in India. But he wasn't supported. Washington Sundar was not a test match spinner, no. um, and 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 Nadim just wasn't. Um, Anywhere near w- well, what was needed,
0: I think. With Nadim, what happened was they got a bit duped by so England struggled in Sri Lanka against Um Denaya and you know, the left arm kind of the slow left armor. Um, Akshar Patel would have played, yeah. he pulls up injured, so they think, okay, it's cool deep, you know, uh, so it should have been cold deep, but they wanted that slow left arm, and they I think they just got duped by. They didn't pick a player based on who is the better spinner. I think they picked it on England. And that's, I don't know, I think that, that a lot of the time can be a mistake.
1: And I agree, but I, I didn't like not picking Yadav. He's an aggressive spinner. You know, mm. he takes wickets. He might get a bit of tap, but who cares? He takes wickets. He's a wicket taker. You know, you're losing, you know, Jadeja, Patel... You know, you need someone who's going to come in, and be aggressive. I thought Nadim just didn't, he didn't fly it up that much. He bowled quite quick. I thought he, he bowled um,
0: quick. He bowled flat. He bowled, yeah. mate. It was just, it was nothing. Like it just, it. Uh, he could have. I don't know, mate. He could have bowled a root for a hundred overs and not got him out. Like literally, he just. Was... I, I
1: agree. And and I think I'd be saying I'd be more vocal in criticism of Washington if not for his brilliance with the bat.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: He's... He looks like some player. Um. The it's whether.
0: He's, he's picked as their fifth bowling option. So, you know, he's not... And, and there's less pressure on him. If Nadim had performed, he's probably only expected to to bowl, I don't know, maybe 10 overs in an inning.
1: And, and and the thing is, he, he's so young. I think he's 21.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and, I mean, it's his batting. I'm impressed with He He looks like a serious player. And, he, and he's you.
0: not just a slogger. He didn't just come out and make, make runs. He looked good. He looked composed. Great. He
1: looked... If you look at that sort of the youngsters coming through for india um mm-hmm. they're in good hands when there is that you know eventually when Kohli, pajara um rahane when these players you know have to go they've got a really good uh you know young core coming through i've been really impressed with washington i wouldn't be surprised if he as you say just sort of became a, a batting all-rounder who bowled a little yeah. bit um but the he, man he, of
0: shub the man of shub shub gill he just looks very good, doesn't he? Uh, one thing I would say is he looks so good that sometimes I think he could have the, he could, you know, a bit deceptive in that he looks like the, people heard about his, inning, his first innings, you know, 29. And then you're an the opener, you've scored 29. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like he, he's got all the shots. He's a gorgeous player to watch. But um, yeah, and, and look, he scored 50 in the second innings and I'm probably just nitpicking. But uh, yeah, he's he you would hope he'll be there for a long time because if not, something's gone seriously wrong.
1: Well, I mean, what I love is even when he gets cleaned up, he still looks gorgeous. (laughs) It's still still beautiful. But yeah, look, I I don't know if he'll open, if I'm honest with you, long-term. I think he's doing a fantastic job there now, but he seems too flare almost, you know? He seems like a number four, perfect number four Coley replacement. Um, It'll be interesting to see if they, they, you know, they have any openers who really do challenge at the top because obviously... um, you know, they, they, they had a different pair of openers last year and they've both mm. fallen by the wayside now. But look, I love the Shub man. I think he's a special talent. Um and you know, to come into a side and basically just look at home straight away is is a tough thing to do. Um, you've got to talk about just quickly that the, the, the pant pajara
0: partnership. I think the thought juxtaposition. Was, oh, is that what you Oh
1: exactly. It? it was it was a testament to sort of boycott and Chris Tavare at one end, followed mm. by this sort of you know this 21st century batting and, and what i loved was was the criticism again that pan is getting like you can't keep playing like this how many more times does he have yeah. to do it
0: and he'll always get chris that's the thing uh you know and he just uh, my favorite one was when he just cleared dan lawrence and he's like 41 and, and you're like okay he, oh he's done it again. <laughs> He's gone bigger um also just to touch on we've barely mentioned it feels like we don't even need to mention how good is Joe Root. I mean, he's just in the form of anyone's life. And he's just, he just looks so good. i, I He sweeps ta- uh, spinners out of the attack and he just, he looks like he's playing on a different pitch a lot of the times to other players.
1: Mate, exactly. And like, you know, you were the one who called it, you know, he, he at the start of the year, you he said he's going to get a, a lot of tons. Um, I thought a lot of tons. he gets four tons this year then um, that's an incredible, it's a legacy year. You're playing 17 tests, you're captain in the side. If you have a big season, you go down as one of England's greatest players. No, I mean, he, of course he was, but like, you know, up there with you, Alistair Cook. And uh, what he did, you know, in that first innings was genuinely the greatest innings I've ever seen. Um, incredible, like genuinely incredible. I mean, I didn't want to talk about it because it's just,
0: yeah, also, it feels yeah, done, doesn't it? It feels like yeah, yeah. it's obvious. Obviously, roots scored another double. Like obviously, so just briefly wrap it up. Where does that on the list of test match victories you've seen for England? Where is it right up there? Or
1: yeah, for me, I think it is the the, the sort of the best test match victory I, I, I've ever seen. Um, just purely because, as I say, the record of India at home, um, the expectation of this England side was to to probably lose 4-0 or to maybe lose 3-0, draw one game. So to win so convincingly first test, um, I genuinely don't think I've seen a more complete performance. The, the, you know, the catching, you saw Root took a blinder, Stokes, he takes a blinder, Jos Butler behind the stumps, unbelievable. I don't think anyone outside of maybe Dan Lawrence didn't mm. perform their role. Dan Lawrence is, you know, he's batting the threes out of... That has its own reasons. I think every single player performed. I, I do. Yeah.
0: And I, I honestly think it's getting to the stage where before we'd have said, Yeah, look, you lose a lot with Butler with his with his batting, especially against Spin, but Folkes is coming in as much better keeper. Butler, since Sri Lanka has been absolutely flawless with the gloves, by the way. He's been I mean, folks is a is a world class keeper. I'm not I'm not arguing that at all. And I don't think anyone will lose anything with the gloves. But um but oh, Butler was so good with the gloves. He just didn't make a mistake. Yeah, and I've I've not seen or I don't remember the last time England controlled a test from session one of day one to session two when it ended of day five. They just controlled the whole game and it was just, yeah, mightily, mightily impressive. It was at the stage before the series when 3-0 to India would probably have been a good result for England, people thought. Uh, And they've just kind of torn up the script, haven't they? Um, But yeah, I think we'll leave it there on the cricket. Anything else? Any any passing comments you wanted to say on it?
1: Well, no, it wasn't so much parting comments as much as there were a couple of other uh, very tasty games actually happening at the same time. I don't
0: know what you're talking about my England cricket's the only thing. I, England <laughs> is is the, the centre of the world for
1: me. Out of this England-centric focus, yeah, which sorry, are two mate, sorry. other yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic games. I mean, genuinely, if I have watched this, I would have said it's probably the greatest game I've ever seen by the. Uh, the sounds of things um but i you know i think it's important that we just mention um bangladesh west indies um genuinely like defies belief what happened so you know for those of you who are unaware bangladesh set west indies 395 to win in the fourth innings and west indies have a depleted side a lot of them didn't go because of covid reasons missing like their top players essentially up steps a man called Carl Mayers, who I, I, I'll i say I've never actually heard of before.
0: I'd heard of because of a cricket captain. Because uh, of cricket. A, a West Indies side, actually. All, all rounder, but a bit of medium base. So. A bit
1: of, yeah, some some lovely little meds. But Carl Mayers averages 28 in first-class cricket, okay? Something Comes to the side. That's one in the first innings, gets 40. You know, Wayne Bangladesh, very good effort on debut. Second innings, chasing the 395, gets 210. Yeah, chases it down. I think it's the first time ever that a debutant set a double ton, um, and then to do it away from home, it's genuinely like the stuff you dream of. It doesn't happen.
0: I hate, I hate to call you out before, but like this, but I think debutants have made two other double tons, but not in the fourth innings. It's the first no, ever debutant the, in the fourth innings. Sorry, fourth innings. Uh, I was looking for. A thing. I hate to call you out like this, mate. I hate to, but you've embarrassed yourself.
1: No, oh, I like it. You're the statistician.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just kind of the guy in the know and the, well, I've got the looks and the, what are you, what are you bringing? I don't know. Anyway, um, and just to quickly mention Southampton, uh, not Southampton, Southampton I'm playing, uh, South, South Africa.
1: Southampton <laughs> well, would be poor in an international cricket game. Um,
0: South Africa folded against Pakistan and Pakistan won. And they won the series 2-0. Great to see Test Cricket back in Pakistan.
1: It is. I mean, it's been a long time and they, they deserve to have Test Cricket. It's one of the titans of the game. It's great that South Africa made the trip over just to show that, it you know, get it back going again. Pakistan are a side we need on the international circuit to be flourishing. They love the game. Um, and I like where Pakistan are heading at the moment. They've got mm. Azam as captain. It's freed up Azhar Ali to get back to his best. Uh, huge fan of Mohamed Rizwan.
0: Rizwan is oh, cool. My he just looks goodness. so good as well. In, I think he, he looked, might be he
1: best in the world at the moment. Um,
0: best batsman mean? in the world,
1: are you saying? Yeah. I'd put him... No, you idiot. I'm putting him up as the best wicket. You trooper. think
0: he's the best batsman of all time? <laughs> Because
1: I agree. On, on current form, you, you can't really argue, but <laughs> stunning player. Not Went problem. to New Zealand, foreign conditions, batted unbelievably well. Comes back home, hits his first turn, which he has been long overdue. Um, serious player. I mean, Pakistan, it's good to have him Yeah, back in a, what's seemingly a pretty good place at the moment.
0: We've probably probably chatted of enough nonsense on cricket. Uh, probably lost the run of ourselves, to be honest. Could, could keep on going. Um, but there are other sports in the world. There, there are
1: unfortunately, unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately, there are other sports in the world. I don't believe that, guys. I'm very inclus- inclusionary when it comes to sports. Um, last night there was a Premier League football match. Um, Crystal Palace Leeds. Uh Leeds won 2-0. And you, Luke Wilson Home, were very impressed with old Paddy B up front. Paddy Paddy Bamford. Keeps on yeah, doing it, doesn't he?
1: Paddy B is is a He's a baffling sort of player because when he came into the prem, I thought, look, he's tried, he's been tried and tested before. He was at Palace uh, for a little bit, um, obviously at Chelsea when he was uh, when he was a younger player.
0: Did a little spell at Borough as well when they're in the. Borough, prem.
1: yeah, um, and obviously he was very good at Leeds last season. So, I, I, but they bought him Rodrigo, he's a Spanish international. Um, I just thought Paddy Bamford's going to be a backup player, comes on, does a job. I Really didn't envisage him. Playing the way he has, because it's not just his goals. He's been been directly involved in twenty goals already this season, which is more than four Premier League sides, I think, have have scored.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's right. Um,
1: But it's not so much the goals; it's the link-up. I mean, he was brilliant last night, but it was against Leicester as well. He he just actually looks like a phenomenal footballer. He's not just a goal scorer. Um, Because to play in that lead system, Bielsa will only pick you if you if you can pass it, if you can pass and move. Paddy B is is seriously looking like he could get on the plane at, at this
0: moment. Um, you've got to work your bollocks off to work for your old Bielsa as well. Um, exactly. You've, you've
1: got to have it all. Like Stuart Dallas is another player who's really impressed me. I didn't think he had the Premier League sort of quality. Uh,
0: I thought with Bamford, what I thought was, um, he got slagged off a lot by Leeds fans, actually, because he missed a lot of chances last year. I thought he was destined to be... Jordan Rhodes, you know, to yeah, a classic, yeah. well, he too good for the, not too good for the championship, will bang goals into the championship, scored 20 goals a year, just can't quite make it at premiership level. Like a Matej
1: Vidra um, as well, you know, yeah. like a very good, yeah, very, very good championship player. You're completely right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. On the plane, that's another matter. You you think he should go to the Euros?
1: No, I'm, I don't think what I'm saying is actually.
0: You just that said. Con- you I don't, said don't think he's that
1: controversial. He should be
0: on the plane. Now I don't know what plane you were talking about, but I assume you meant Euro twenty twenty.
1: If you actually listen to what I said, I um, said if he keeps up this form, uh, then he could go on the plane. Yeah, if he keeps up this do, form, do you
0: think he should? Do you think he should get picked for England for the? I mean,
1: well, I mean, like, okay, give me other options. Obviously, you got Kane; he's going to start. You go yeah. Dings. Dings has got to be in with a look-in on the plane.
0: DCL, but like, DCL, but just my my issue with Banford, not with Banford, but. With it is, it's just so close to euros now. It, and also, thing is, it, Bamford does he bring you a huge amount off the bench? He's not going to start. And
1: I say DCO, yeah, okay, he offers you something different. He offers you that mm. aerial threat, that hold-up play. Yeah, I agree with you. But there's something about it. Bamford. I think is an exciting pick. I think it sort of fits in with this philosophy. You look at look at the players who hopefully I know, I know we were talking about our England team the other day. Hmm. we've got so many good young players who are fearless, essentially, they're just fearless players they just back themselves, and I think Bamford fits in with that, I think he's a fearless one. Paddy B? Yeah, he's 27 Absolutely isn't 27
0: He is 27. He's like 25 He's
1: 27, mate I'm looking this up right now
0: 1993, he's 27 This is going to be so much egg on your face The second half of this podcast is going to be ruined because you're just wiping egg off your face He's actually 27. I'm aware. Mate. I just said that. Yeah, he's been around forever. What are you talking
1: about? I actually can't believe that for some reason. Are you I'm shocked? Sort of Do you need to
0: lie down? For <laughs> it's a panel of your face.
1: Thought by yourself for a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay, wow. Well, yeah, maybe not young, but then I think it still fits in. Uh, if you remove the young part, I think he's a fearless player. I think having to play four leads, you have to be, you know, you have to be willing to take risks. You have to be willing to play... Um, in a certain style. And I, I think I, I like that. I mean, I don't think it will happen. Mm. But uh, if you had Grealish, Foden, Raheem, Kane, Kane's not quite doing it for whatever reason. He's sent on Bamford. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, it might seem odd, but I just... You've been directly uh, involved uh, in 20 goals.
0: I like Bamford and I would like to see him play... England, but I just think it's too close to the Euros there's not enough, get, you know, it's not like there's qualifiers between now and then, you know, if, if it was the start of a cycle, qualifiers, you've got Ings, you've got, I mean you know, Rashford is a senior striker as well you've got Calvert-Lewin, and the thing about Bamford, yeah, I don't think he's off the bench he'll give you much, I think he would technically be the best replacement for Harry Kane if Harry Kane wasn't, if you wanted to play the same football because he, he can drop deep and he and he creates a lot, as you said, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I don't think he's near enough to make it. Um, I, I think no, I'm, probably I, even someone like Ollie Watkins might be ahead of him, just because yeah, he's completely yeah. different. Um, yeah, I,
1: I take that. I mean, one other player I was actually thinking is Mikel Antonio. He offers just, a, you know, this big aerial threat. He'll hold the ball up brilliantly. You know, you're talking about another option. Realistically, these strikers are only going to come on for the last 20 minutes, Yeah, you know, really. And At they might even play in a two. You know, I mm. can't see Kane getting taken off, really, unless he's no. injured or, or whatever. So you're talking about last 20 minutes of a game, who's going to have the biggest threat? Yeah, DCL or Mikel Antonio, I would say, um, would would have the biggest threat. But really, Raz will probably get moved up or Rashford will play up. Um,
0: so. And do you think, do you think it's it, it's too late for Andy Carroll? Or it, what do you think? Look, I'm
1: always a Carroll fan. Yeah. I'm a huge Andy Carroll yeah. fan. I'd, I'd love it. I'd love yeah. it. You know, it get, would a be crouch, quite get out of retirement as well. Crouching yeah. Carroll up front. Come on. It's
0: um, different. It's different.
1: I'd like that, man. I'd like that.
0: Um, but le- leading to the top half, actually, um, and they had two weeks off recently, and I don't think it's coincidence that suddenly they've come, they look a bit fresher, and, um, yeah, Palace were very... Pa- Palace haven't scored a goal without Wilfred Zaha on the pitch. Uh, not incredible. ever. They've goals the- <laughs> Not ever, I've got, I've got to a, I've got a stress. It's not ever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, without him, they're just not the same side at all. Uh, and, you know, again, they're fight- they'll finish 14th, 15th, but... Um, they're they're pretty uninspiring to watch at Palace. I do. Yeah,
1: it's the same old every year. Look, like, I admire Roy Hodgson for what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really, when they, when they, when they took him on as manager, I was thinking, what is this? As a you
0: probably of, think he's a young manager, do you? Yeah, he's twenty five, isn't he?
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just think the team they were playing last night. You're playing Paddy Van Anholt as a left winger. You know, Jordan Ayu as a right winger. I just don't think they have. They just don't have enough depth really for mm. me. But look, as you say, they'll survive just because there are teams that are worse than them this year. But yeah, I mean, if they lose Wilf, uh, which I think is very, very likely in the summer, if I'm honest with you, I could see him going abroad. Um, I know AC Milan have been really interested in signing him. Um, I don't know what they do because, okay, you can spend money and replace one, but he is their DNA. Mm. Um, so it's, you're not just buying another good player. Um but I like this Eze. I like Eze's him good, a lot. He, yeah. um, don't know if they'll keep him either. I don't think. I think he's a bit too good to be there. Um, he's only been
0: there six months so He'll be, you know, he'll he'll be there for another couple of years. And...
1: Maybe another year or so. But I'd also like to talk about there was this other game that happened. I think it was on oh, yeah. Sunday. Um,
0: Sunday. Uh, I don't know if we're going to talk what, about it. were they the
1: two that. clubs? Oh, so yeah, Man City and Liverpool. Manchester what happened? City okay. What happened in that,
0: Leo? I forgot. Uh, Manchester City won. Uh, so they it was 4-1 to Manchester City is what happened. <laughs> That's what was the score.
1: So I am a Manchester City fan and Leo is a Liverpool fan. So it's always nice to have a little sweet victory to talk about. Um, what do you think about your side, Leo?
0: Well, you're my side. You know, I mean, like we could get into semantics, you know, I mean... <laughs> I support football, mainly, you know, um, and I just want everyone to be happy. Um, so, Are you happy? Uh, no, but that's not related to football at all. That's just my life. Um, but no, yeah, look, City were really good, blah, 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 blah. Phil Foden's the future, blah, 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 blah. You know, what, what, what do you want me to say? You know, what do you want me to say? I,
1: I just wanted to make you squirm, and
0: I have. Wow, okay. Not for the first time. Um, um, But yeah, no, that was obviously
1: um, a fantastic victory for us. But I don't want to get bogged down in that. That was an obvious game. I think the other game that sort of just got brushed aside purely because of that result was the fact that Villa beat Arsenal. Oh yeah,
0: Villa did beat Arsenal. That's true. That is correct.
1: Um, Villa, Villa are an odd side this year because one minute I think, wow, you know, all their signings, pretty much all the signings that they made have been excellent. I mean, Martin as in that
0: is fantastic well, like just a, just a tangent why don't we get people have been talking about emmy martinez started starting for england at the euros um has
1: he not played for argentina before
0: no he hasn't he's been called up for friendlies so i don't think he wants to if we could trick him maybe because he's lived in the uk for eight years so i don't he really he- know uh, there was. Remember, I don't know if you remember when they were talking about Manuel Almunia getting called up for England. Yeah, I do. And, and you know, like,
1: I know it's, Arteta was the yeah. big one, wasn't he? Yeah. So,
0: but I don't think football doesn't work on residency. I don't think. Well, you'd have no, to get your passport. Yeah, no, but you'd have have to your passport. Yeah,
1: you get your passport though. Oh yeah, I like, mean, like Diego Costa, Diego Costa, yeah, Brazil yeah, yeah, yeah. to Spain. But his was really because he actually played for
0: Brazil, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and did. Then he
1: moved across, and then the other bizarre one is Tiago and his brother played mm. for two different.
0: Yeah, team. Togo plays for Spain, and Rafinha plays um, for Brazil.
1: Martin has to be pretty tasty in that for, for England.
0: Yeah, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. Um, and Oli Watkins scored again. Oli Watkins seems to score in blocks. You know, he didn't score for ten yeah. games, then scored. He scored in a few, and he's he's basically he scored ten goals. And it's, you know, for someone who's yeah. come up from the Championship, he's always going to be inconsistent, and uh, it's been impressive.
1: And he's been good against bigger teams as well, which is and always he, a sign of a top it Adds shirt, a lot but.
0: to that team. He, he, when you see Villa fans on social media you'll always see it where they're like, oh, he doesn't score goals, but they'll always defend his, you know, because he, he does bring a lot to them movement-wise and, and he links Fantastic. up play well as well.
1: Um, yeah, but I, I think the other couple of signings that have gone, again, slightly under the radar, Matty Cash. Ooh, the Cash
0: right? man, the money yeah. man
1: really good he's like a sort of a b-tech jack greelish um in looks but yeah. uh you know he's a bit of a spice boy uh, didn't really know much about him knew he's a good, good championship player for forest but he's been excellent um and he was excellent again at the weekend um and the other one is bertrand traore yeah he's,
0: yeah, he's pretty good
1: he's very he's good he's got something about him doesn't he i think he's got the je ne sais quoi
0: you're french every time i hear him it, mate it's just very quoi. impressive he, do, know, he does have the anything. je ne sais quoi. Uh, and he's definitely an, he, he's an upgrade on what they had. Um, he's an upgrade on El Ghazi, probably. and um, Anwar
1: El Ghazi.
0: El Ghazi, sorry, mate. Sorry, El Ghazi. Um, Some
1: respect on yeah. his name.
0: Um, but yeah, but Villa kind of continue to, Villa have dips and you think, okay, this is probably it. They're probably going to, you know, slowly decline for the season. then they kind of pick back up again um, and just constantly prove us wrong
1: which is... I, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, like I think they've been impressive. I think West Ham have been impressive. Um, you know, two teams that I thought were just going to be mid-table. Okay.
0: Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Luke?
1: Please do. Always ask me questions.
0: You know the way football's played with a round ball?
1: I think... Yes, yes, yeah. yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Would you like to talk about a sport? All right, bear with me. That's played with an oval ball.
1: Who would be that? that make it, that's silly. What? That's silly. Why would they play with an egg
0: shape? I did, mate. I look. I, I don't know. I, I I went to state school, so I don't know. But you could tell us, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, there was a lot of rugby. Six Nations started this weekend. Um, whew, where do we even start? Not with France, Italy. No one cares about that. Um, but wow, well, I mean, England. We're you know we both support England, despite being you know the Indian rugby team aren't that good. So you don't. Oh, look,
1: it wouldn't be great with them uh, nations. Six-
0: no. and i was born in england so i, I ended up sporting him for my sins blah 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 um a traitor <laughs> i'm a traitor to the cause um england's luke discuss
1: yeah i mean that was genuinely the biggest shock of, uh, of the weekend for me um scotland haven't won at twickers in 38 years and um you know england england had the favorites to win I mean I, I just didn't think it was ever really in doubt I thought it'd be close I thought it you know it was attritional and that was always what was going to happen well
0: um, from England.
1: yeah but my goodness gracious me I mean like I want to put my you know take my hat off to Scotland unbelievable and it's great that they won it really is I think they're just you know they've got so many great players and and they always just seem to be you know a few points off they never get yeah. battered so it's you know it's great that they won they mm. deserve it um but oh my god i mean looking at that england side that i've never seen the backline play worse no. i genuinely haven't i just thought they had had nothing you know they had like johnny may had one of his worst games in a long time he was
0: dropping but, it it's he was funny it. there had been so much chat about how johnny may had um one of the great improvements to his games had been under the high ball. <laughs> and it, it was, was shocking. awful. I mean, he just...
1: it, it was. It was awful. And look, he, he can have a bad game. He's been yeah. excellent for so long. But it was that combination of him playing poorly, Anthony Watson basically just not being there for the entire game. I, I genuinely didn't think he played. I'm still convinced. Um, And Elliot Daly having a really shocking game defensively as well. I mean, like, you know, that Van der Merver, uh yeah. try, early doors. He, it's so easy to prevent that. You know, it's missed tackles and it, it's just little things like that. But I think this will hurt England a lot. This was, you know, you, it's easy to say, well, you just block it out, you carry on. And and I still think we'll win, um, you know, probably three, four games. But God, it was just the way in which we lost. It was a poor game. But
0: England, I, I, oh. England was so... It's, as bad as I've seen England play uh, for... Mate, for a long, 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 long since, time. Since
1: since the World Cup, you know, when we were under Stuart Lancaster, probably.
0: Yeah, even then, like that was bad. But it was a lot of like bad to sit. I mean, just the kick game was so bad. Um, do you know who was poor? And like, I hate to go, but I thought I thought Mark Wilson was. I mean, especially for that try as well.
1: I mean, he was, yeah.
0: Um, he was he was bad, and probably
1: should have gone off earlier. To be yeah, honest,
0: yeah, I, I didn't think, I didn't think Will Stewart brought much at prop either, and I just, I don't know, mate. It, it just. Uh, I mean, Ollie Oli Lawrence again didn't notice. It. I mean, the amount of carries they had, no carries, kicked the ball away. Just to talk about Scotland, Scotland. Was so Van der Merwe looks a player, doesn't he? He's an absolute mm-hmm. lump, and he just he's runs through you. Uh, Lions bolter yeah. potentially, Van der Merwe. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, look, that, that Scottish team, as I as I just mentioned, you know, they've got so many world class players. Mm-hmm. I mean, Finn Russell for me, you know, I'd love him to to start at ten for the Lions. I don't think he will, but I genuinely think he's. Probably the best turn in the world. I genuinely yeah, he
0: had think. the game on strings, didn't he? Just he just yeah, controlled everything.
1: And, um, obviously, Hoggy, um, is all I mean, he's kicking. There was that kick because he was actually didn't look himself, he made a couple of carries and yeah, and, and sort of lost it, but there was a couple of kicks you know you're talking like 50 60 yards getting it you know the pressure right back I thought he was excellent Hamish um, Watson was Hamish Watson but Hamish Watson's always excellent yeah, yeah see, he is he genuinely um, always gives you an 8 out of 10 genuinely he goes under the radar just tackle count work right unbelievable
0: grey gray played well as per as well
1: yeah exactly these are players that just because they play for Scotland don't get the recognition yeah. that they deserve you know they should be um, firmly in contention to start for the Lions I genuinely believe that Um, you know if they play for Ireland England they are um so yeah they play
0: for Wales they would be cuz uh, Gatland will
1: Gatland will we'll pick probably damn bigger at 10
0: and, yeah. uh, and Get him in. Boys, yeah. um but yeah talking of Wales i mean wales got an, i mean wales have been hammered from kind of every side and they've been you know it's been they won't win again they'll beat italy and that's it but i mean they beat ireland at the weekend um probably closer than it should have been yes wales so wales were really good for the first 15 minutes so i thought okay They've been underestimated. Then Peter O'Mahony goes in, shoulder first, gets sent off 13 minutes into the Six Nations. I, I, like, he shouldn't be playing for Ireland anyway. Ireland have a problem with letting go of players who've been very good for them. They, you know. Um, but after that, I thought Ireland were really good, actually, in the first half. And, and um, yeah, I thought they were the better side for the rest of the first half. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll be honest, neither side impressed me. I think, you know, uh, important for Wales to get that win and get that pressure off PIVAC. But, like... Yeah, it, it, well, neither side looked like they're they're anywhere near France or well, well, Scotland.
1: No, I completely agree. I thought, I mean, I like North at 13, I may just add. I like that.
0: Yeah, um, I like I liked it actually. I thought it's um, sort of
1: unusual to see him playing now. Makes obviously.
0: makes sense though, doesn't he? He's got the size and he's got the running power um, and he's got the...
1: Yeah, I like I like that. I like watching that. But yeah, look, you say it takes the the pressure off Piva, but like, does it really? They looked poor against mm. a fourteen man Island side, you know, and and fourteen man for the majority of the game,
0: literally sixty five. Um, yeah.
1: You know, if you you know if you're talking about fiftieth minute, sixtieth minute, all right, fair enough, but. Majority of the game, you should you should be all over you know. No matter how good the you know the Irish side are and how well they played, you have got you've got you've got to be beating yeah. a side.
0: I think country. it's fun. I mean, Wales made maybe double the so for the f- the twenty five minutes after Omani was sent off. I think Wales made triple the amount of tackles as Ireland, mm-hmm. which is insane. You you're a man up. Like why are you like it was yeah.
1: What's happened to Wales like that? This is what I just I'm struggling to.
0: what I to would say. say, and I have said this before, I think Wayne Pivac. So, yeah, they've been poor, but I think he's been quite unlucky. I think Gatland... Catelyn, you know, had the best Welsh side ever, or whatever. And, and he, he left them as soon as a lot of them were getting on getting on in age. And, and he's tried to freshen up the squad with youth and stuff. And it's hard, man. It's hard to, it's hard to do that. So I think it's a re- it is an unfortunate time for him, but with that, they have, they have been poor as well with it. Um, like
1: how long can you, you know, go on for, let's say this is a poor Six Nations for them, which I, I, I probably think it will be, to be honest with you. Just well, based
0: I think that. it's already going to go better than people thought because people thought they were going to be fifth. They're, they're so. going
1: to be fifth, yeah. I mean, but let's say, okay, hypothetically, they win against Italy and mm. they lose every other game. Do you class that as a good Six Nations? Not really. Probably,
0: but I mean, can you really judge people on, on beating one of England, Scotland, or um or France?
1: You want progress, though. You want progress. This yeah. And like, I, yeah, you're right. Of course, he's had to chop and change the side, brought in youth, and I understand that. But like, he's lost a lot of games. He has. He
0: has lost he, a lot. It just games.
1: doesn't feel. To me, like the other day, it just didn't feel like much had changed.
0: One, they've lost. won their last two games, actually. I think you are fine. They beat Italy in well, the autumn.
1: That's a tough uh, one.
0: On a bit of a roll, mate. They're on a bit uh, of a roll. Yeah, I um, think
1: I'm glad you brought up Italy because just to round off this first episode, I do want to talk about lowly Italy um, just briefly because. The Six Nations is essentially decided By which team can pump Italy by the most Mm. And that is just not exciting Italy haven't got better The whole point was you bring in Italy And it's going to improve them Like it has with many other sides Um, And they've just never ever been in contention Do you know how many games
0: they've lost in a row? Oh, go on 28
1: That's just awful Do
0: Do you know the thing is There was a point Probably 28 games ago where they were getting better, and they were um, under Connor O'Shea, and they, there was a couple of years, they won two, two, a couple of games, they beat Wales, they had some famous victories against France, Um, they beat in Ireland, and it was like, okay, they're, they're getting better now, and then since then, they've regressed, Um, they've regressed, Mm -hmm. and, I don't know. You, obviously, there's more professional teams in, in Italy now competing at a higher level. So you thought that might have an impact. Maybe it's not had enough time to make an impact yet. Um, there are some exciting players coming through, like Garbisi at 10. He's only 20 and that's quite exciting. But, um, but yeah, it, it's not. As you say, it's right. Having a team in there who you know will lose every game isn't really. And I mean, it's 21 years since they've come into Six Nations now. So there's a point, and I mean, I, I'm sure you're going to bring it up, uh, uh, The you know, the old, should they even be there, the relegation promotion that yeah. people talk about it every year. And unfortunately it's just going to get talked so the, the, the chat is going to get even louder this year. Cause they're going to well, look, every
1: at, look at what happened, um, you know, back in the last year, Georgia playing some of the top sides. Uh, Georgia have been knocking on the door for a while now. They've got the number of players playing in Europe at top clubs and, um, you know, look, they they weren't particularly impressive when we played them last year. Don't be wrong, but it's their first time playing these top ten nations, really. Um, for me, I think it makes sense to do this. You know, as you said yourself, um, they've regressed. There's there's you know, over 21 years they've basically done nothing. They've not upset the order of the table. You know, they've done nothing. So I think it makes sense that Italy play Georgia. You know, mm. and it could be a recurring thing, or a little two
0: leg, two leg playoff,
1: possibly something like that. And and you know, if other teams are improving as well, I know Russia have been improving mm. slowly, or, or or something like that. I don't know. Um, but you have to have that sense of competition because otherwise, what is in it really for Italy? They'll just get whooped every year, but they'll still turn up and be on the biggest stage and de blah, blah, blah. But if you add in that sort of tier two, um, competition, you know, maybe that adds something. Maybe Italy are thinking, right, if we want to be here. You know yeah. we've really got to start improving, and Georgia want to be there so badly. Um, so I, I think it makes sense. I don't. I don't really think it, again. It's that controversial to even suggest it.
0: Pretty controversial, mate. You're going to be getting a lot of hate from Italian fans.
1: <laughs> from from Italian fans. Hey,
0: Luca, uh, we, we are cancelling you. That's what. They, that's what. The,
1: that's, a lot of love from Georgia. That we might go big in Tbilisi.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been hoping. Uh, or maybe Americans will get confused and they will we'll get big in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. who knows knows, mate who knows um all right so we we've talked about all the sports we want to do luke we're going to move on to my segment
1: i'm excited
0: okay um so it's called right it's gonna be a weekly thing don't don't worry mate it's gonna be a weekly
1: thing do i have to do it though is it an alternative you know no no
0: no i do every week don't worry um so it's called around the world in 80 plays um, anyway, so what it is, Luke, the first one I've made quite easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, you have 30 seconds to get around the world, so you've got to answer questions, yeah. one from each continent, a sporting question from each continent, and you Ooh. don't move on to the next continent until you get it right. Okay, Ooh, this um, is- so we start with North America, the classic going around the world. We start with North America, move to South America. Then we move to Africa, obviously, you know, and then Australasia. Up to up to Asia, end off with Europe. You've got 30 seconds, mate. Um, to five I'm, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll put in some effects or something here so that so the you know so, so you know our, our audience can can just can, can really get involved with it. But oh, just yeah. just for now, between us, I'll put on a timer for 30 seconds. If you don't, you have to just keep on guessing until you get it right, mate. There's no pass. There's no... Okay. Until you get it right, you don't... I've made this one quite easy because I want you to go... Mate, I'm with you for this one, yeah?
1: So, is it going to get... It's going to get progressively harder as the weeks go on? Yeah, right?
0: I think once you bet into it... So, mate, this is kind of a bit of a free hit. Just make sure you... Just, all right? So, no pressure. No pressure. There's I'm no ready. pressure.
1: All right.
0: Ready. Are You ready for the first edition of Around the World in 80 Plays? You ready? Let's do this. Let's okay. do this. Okay. Go. Who's won the most Super Bowls? The uh, New England three.
1: Patriots. Yeah, uh, correct.
0: Who has the most goals for Brazil football team? Oh,
1: uh, Pelé.
0: Yeah. Uh, who has the most test runs for Zimbabwe?
1: Oh, Andy Flower.
0: Name any Australian player playing in the NBA.
1: Oh, Ben Simmons.
0: Besides China, what Asian country has the most golds at the Olympics?
1: Most golds? Did you say?
0: Yeah. Um, or most uh, is it India? Time, time is up luke you made it to asia
1: yeah but um, i feel okay i feel like the length of the question really <laughs> takes up a lot of time
0: luke, i answered
1: so quick
0: you've made it to asia um you couldn't make it mate. you couldn't make it around the world but, but
1: I, i'm blaming the questioner because of the okay length well
0: i'm blaming you so
1: um yeah. well okay so shall i just keep guessing on this one uh um,
0: well the You don't get the point for this week. Look, there may be some behind the scenes. I'll talk to our producers and stuff, and we'll see if maybe they want to extend the time or whatever. I feel
1: like just just maybe 45 would be nice.
0: Uh, Well, maybe we'll compromise at 40, but... um, Yeah, good questions. So besides China, what Asian countries won the most golds at the Olympics? Just for this, Russia, obviously, we're counting in The obvious
1: guesses would be sort of South Korea or it would be Japan. Japan.
0: Um, But you've just got to rattle them off, mate. Yeah, you you see, I went for India
1: just purely because in field events recently, they've been doing really well. Um, so I got thrown off. But they are yeah. very good questions. I Europe,
0: Europe. just so you know, was who was the most six points in the Six Nations? What players scored the most points in the Six Nations?
1: Oh, it'd be Ronan Ogara.
0: Correct, correct. So you weren't you weren't far off, mate. You weren't that far is, off. Um,
1: pretty good. Episode. I really enjoyed that. You so let yourself of...
0: down a bit, sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've embarrassed myself. But... Um,
0: so just to keep the tally, for people at home, they'll be keeping a tally. Uh, Luke is 0-1. <laughs> um, and we're going to be playing this eighty times because I've called it "Around the World" in eighty plays. So yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to that. we really to commit to eighty day. to seventy-nine more of them. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Um. Well, Luke, how have you enjoyed the first episode of? Um,
1: it's been delightful. The Limerick Spinners, Limerick Spinners is off and running. Um. Obviously, first episode, so it will only get better. But um, really enjoyed it. There's so much sport coming up as well, yeah. which is fantastic. How have you found it, Leo?
0: Really enjoyed it, mate. Um, just, just ha- having a ch- it felt like having a chat with a friend. Obviously, I wasn't, I was having a chat with a guy I kind of know from uni, but um, but you know, it was it, you know, it was nice, uh, nice to just talk sport and you know, just um, just take our minds off everything and and you exactly. know, get some real good analysis from some just real top young journalists.
1: And Paddy B, baby, the Paddy, Paddy B, B fan yeah. club,
0: yeah. yeah, um, yeah, not Paddy B, anyway. We'll uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for, fa- thanks for listening. See you guys.